Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Welcome to a Thursday edition of From the Ground Up podcast. So, like we have done in the past, we're going to use this opportunity on a random Thursday kind of to just pop in and do a little overview of kind of what's going on, our experiences over the last few weeks. And that's really it. And I have to put this down on record for life. On record for life. Nothing ever disappears off the internet that nice. this was my idea to do this second podcast this week. Yeah, which is a rare occurrence. I'm usually forcing her to do it. So that's why it had to be said. But you have to admit that about five <laughs> minutes ago, though, I needed to force you to do it, even though yeah, it was your idea. because I ate too much dinner and I put myself <laughs> in a food coma. Yeah. I still want to say these things. I just wanted to say it from the comfort of the couch. And uh, I wish I hadn't eaten so much. We probably could, like... Uh, I don't know. It would be way too casual, right? If we just hooked these up to like a couch. No, we could just be like, we would just be way too casual. But like we could, I think it'd be weird. Almost as casual as you are with talking into the mic right now. Because you were like five feet away from it. And now you're trying to lick it. So (laughs) I was showing how we would be. Hey, at least it's on tonight. Okay. Yeah. I realized after after the Colin podcast, literally as we were talking to him, I looked up. I was like, oh, my mic was not on that whole podcast, but no one said anything. So So if you realize that her voice comes through like not as clear in the last episode because I needed to boost all the audio, then oopsies. Because, uh, yeah, the mic was off, but we digress because we've improved and she has her mic on. And we went to the Oaks Reptile Show last weekend. We did vend again. And uh, we just kind of want to talk a little bit about that. (laughs) What do you? Sorry, I just got to read. Now, doing these mini ones, I really should just ignore the chat completely, but it's so hard. Well, let's stay uh, somewhat on topic, but okay. okay. Well, congrats, Justin, to uh, the new pair of birds, rat snakes. Okay, so that that whole the thing is that it wasn't the changing of subjects; it was the five minutes trying to explain the changing of subjects, all to say congratulations well, to gonna, Justin for picking up a pair. I was going to say pair. more, but you said let's stay on subject, so I condensed it. Like that's really cool, but I would have typed. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. You know, we're just working these things out on the fly, aren't okay, we? Okay, guys, so <laughs> but someone in the chat did say, how did we do at the show this past, week, past weekend? My wife and I saw you two. Uh, so, Full disclosure, not great. Yeah, but, but that's it was what fun. this podcast is about. Yeah, right? because like I feel no one really talks about this, you know, about how they do at shows. I or... think we talk to other people at the shows, but yeah. like other vendors, but we don't talk. Mostly like, no Owen. One... By, by other vendors, we mean Owen. <laughs> We talked to the, the girls next to us a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. It um, seemed like everyone had a lackluster show as far as sales go. There were plenty of people there and the place was packed, but I wish it was just a little bit um, later so that people would have gotten their, what do you call it, their tax returns. So, hope, you know, we would have gotten a lot more sales if it was, you know, maybe 
maybe March or so would kind of a perfect time because everyone has their tax returns per se. And so people are buying shit that they don't need, AKA snakes. So it was a little rough going, but uh, sales wise, but. But no, let's back it up, yeah. babe. In my head, I wanted to go chronologically. I know I didn't tell yeah. you that, but I wanted to do that. I feel like you're the anti-chronological. I know, I always for to. once, but today yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Are you going to talk about packing up for the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I know the last time we did a show, you and I both talked like, okay, we're going to start earlier this time. We're going to change it up. Um, previously, we had used... Uh, what spray use, no not that the, what do we write the letters mm -hmm. with we use uh chalk so let's kind of start from there okay. because that will explain the chalk so we had used basically chalkboard paint initially because i basically didn't have enough time i used the spray paint version which i didn't realize the spray paint version total trash it's no it's not blackboard paint the roll-on version which is what i ultimately did worked a million times better and to go back the first time we did the spray paint and we used chalk paint as our letterings, which means that we needed to hand letter, basically draw everything. And neither of us are capable. Yeah, of doing I'm that. like the one teacher in America who like doesn't have cute handwriting. It just it frustrates me. It's so hard. And even just doing block letters like that, we like everything needs to be even, even if you are good at it, like it's still difficult. And you just get overwhelmed by like trying to make it even. Cause Ooh, we had to use like a yeah. leveler and a measuring tape. And then this little ruler and like shit, like breaking out a protractor and stuff. I feel <laughs> like it was just, we get too psycho about it. And then that makes him more psycho. So. I get anxious about making the letters like crit. It drives perfect, me crazy. But he sucks know at it. So I yeah, don't I know. know. I'm crazy so about anxious. making them perfect, but I suck at it. And yeah, so I tried to not do it. But then again, like we needed each other's help doing it. So anyway, the first time it was not great. This time we did like uh, just vinyl Stick stickers, basically. Yeah. Which was, I think, I mean, it wasn't as like pretty because it's just white it wasn't but... anything like special but it looked a little bit more professional because <laughs> it wasn't like kindergarten squiggly lines and yeah yeah everything was at least straight from our perspective at least and the paint actually we decided that uh obviously it's chalkboard so we were writing the morphs and the names of everything and the sex so the sex would be you know males blue chalk females pink chalk like we mentioned last time but last time we didn't know that there was a way to sharpen chalk so we were using that blunt stupid chalk to try to write these small letters imagine writing ultramel tessera mask you know yeah, it was a normal piece of chalk it was just yeah terrible. so we ended up getting like a bigger uh what do you call it we like pencil, pencil sharpener and sharpened the chalk which like doy but, yeah, it should be uh, obvious, but, you know. We're stupid. We had to Google this. Um, and so that made our handwriting, I mean, our second writing still isn't great, but it made it look so much better. better. A lot better. And, and you switched to roll, like, actual paint chalkboard, roll-on And the, the roll-on erased much, much better than the previous spray paint. The spray paint did not erase at all. So that this way, I mean, it just looked better all around, and it's – Part of the fact that that was our first time doing it, we're not doing it the same as everyone else. Therefore, we were 
probably expecting to do it lackluster the first time and slowly build on it. So I believe it was better. I felt it was a lot better yeah. in my unhumbled, biased opinion. I mean, even though we're saying it's a lot better, that doesn't mean like we don't There's want still it. room for yeah, improvement. Like, yeah. I mean, eventually, I don't know. Do we want to do like labels? But then labels are just like not cute. And I still I like have, the chalk idea. I want to, but the chalk gets wiped away. You know, like you brush a kid brushes up on it, or I brush up on it, and then it gets smudged. Yeah, and you so, brush up. So I don't know if it's like, do we write chalk every time? And like, can you like hairspray it to make it stay on the chalkboard? Well, we're gonna have different snakes. And then snakes, you paint so on it. No, of... but then you paint over it every time. Okay, yeah, that sounds convenient for me. We only <laughs> do it shows once every freaking three four months we're gonna be doing a lot more often this okay this time around i don't know and then we did the the square deli cups again if you guys haven't seen our setup you can check out instagram and we posted it there or facebook all that other stuff poor city pythons obviously if you don't know that yeah so the other thing we changed this time is we got there a lot earlier so the oak show starts at nine and we got there at like 7 20 or so um and it made such a difference you don't realize mm. going into it like oh we only had 15 snakes like our setup was pretty much you know put together you think that doesn't take that long but it really it took the whole time pretty much i mean we didn't have much time um, i mean there's the more time the better i mean that's really it because we weren't really rushed and we were we were distracted because Owen, they were supposed to put Owen next to uh, us. We had explicitly had this email back and forth to the promoter of the show, basically saying, okay, put us next to Rogue Reptiles. Didn't say that. Can you please? <laughs> well, Not yeah, we weren't you, like, put yeah. us next to Rogue. <laughs> we were like, can you please put us next to Rogue Reptiles? Yes. Then we get there, and apparently they had a last-minute switcheroo. I still don't fully get it. I don't know why they did it, because... The table next to Owen ended up being free. Like, there was no one there. Yeah, so it's like they moved us because, some, because someone, someone had needed that, an, table. that table, and then no one took it. But we didn't realize that until after we had already set up our stuff on the new spot. But it actually kind of worked out, because even though we weren't next to Owen, Owen got the shit spot. <laughs> yeah. Owen was literally, as soon as you walk in the door... Owen, which normally be like, oh, great. Like, I'm the first thing people see. Like, this is awesome. But it was 30 degrees outside. One of the, outside, colder, one of the colder, colder Probably days. colder. Probably in the teens in the beginning. Um, and so, it like. Brumation Station up in his front, <laughs> and he has Python. So, and, like, not to mention just the snakes, but we were cold. And we were, like, dude, I my could feet not feel my freezing. feet at the end of the day. I could not feel my feet. And we were three tables, you know, deeper in. So we were still in halfway brumation station. So, but. so new. So another thing to keep in mind with the heat thing, we should have mats because a mat or like a, at least a little strip of carpet so or something would alleviate that. So we're not on the cement the whole yeah, time. Yeah. And Owen does do that too. And Owen does that. Owen does but that. so we were about to start the show. And then Owen's like, okay, so obviously this table next to me is free. So he's like, can you help us just literally pick up the table, turn the corners so you can get away from the cold a little bit? And so, and that was with his, you know, his whole display already up. Everything was already up. We didn't move anything. We just moved the table. So we had to lift it. And it was like Boeing because they're like shitty, you know, reptile show tables. But 
all worked out and he wasn't uh and he i think he just kind of used both tables anyway yeah he knew that because no he splits his up. table with andrew llewellyn who if you listen to our podcast with um bh veranis andrew llewellyn is like the monitor god or whatever the monitor Nick and he's owen's <laughs> friend and so they split their table so they just kind of extended their split table to two tables yeah um oh side note total funny and i wish my brain thought of this earlier but while we were setting up someone was wheeling in a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) on a dolly and i don't know i think he stood the dolly up straight and the top box fell over and of course you know there was i don't know 200 uh little mice (laughs) in there and they just flew everywhere and then now that i think of it it would have been so funny to film but that is in a room full of hurt people you know exactly what's gonna happen and they were like hopper mice you know these weren't like breeder size like these were little spastic little mice and i mean luckily the uh luckily the lab mice that we breed in captivity here are like i mean they're kind of stupid. They really don't do anything, but they were still moving around. Was, they were and still, there was still like moving. a significant amount of them. So of course, like eight of us jumped yeah. in and <laughs> tried to gather all the mice. And there's a lot of plumber's crack going on during that time. Oh uh, yeah, was I clear at least? <laughs> yes, you were clear. But okay. it was just really, really funny watching everyone. Why scramble. is it like the older you get, the less you can feel the breeze on your butt crack? Because I mean, I catch myself sometimes too. <laughs> catch your own plumber's crack yeah you're like what is going on here like this didn't happen when i was 16 i don't we think it's older thing you didn't feel plumber's crack what are you talking about well no because you should know when half your ass you is know out. it period but how often kids- do we see people's asses at reptile shows like 90 percent of the shows that you go to you're gonna yeah, see someone interesting half the kids at my school walk around with their pants halfway down there they're children right. they don't know anything. you just better. said the older you get the less you feel it so all right asshole about? obviously not if you not if you're two years old or <laughs> something there's a peak yeah i mean like the, your the, glory years what's the, what's the peak time for feeling your plumber's <laughs> probably 14 to 18 that's when you're most aware you shouldn't have it then but okay no, I know. That's why you don't. Because you know. Because you know. Yeah. But either way, if someone ever sees that happen, pull out your phone. It'd be a great uh, meme or gif of all these snakes well, going after mice. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen again. That could have been yeah. terrible. But we were just like picking them up and like, I felt like the, the bin the was container. like five feet away. So just, just throwing them in. Right. And yeah, and then it was after a the woman made a point at the table next to us, she's like, "Oh wait, can I please use a lot of your hand sanitizer? Because I just realized, like, I smell like snake food now, and I'm gonna be handling snakes all day." Right. And I didn't even think about that when you. I don't like, even know. If I, I must have, it. right? Uh, I know. I told you after, and then yeah, Owen was like, "Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have uh, jumped in for that." And I was like, "Yeah, I definitely just." <laughs> I don't stood- think Owen would jump in for anything, though. For his- I definitely just stood there and watched. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not jumping I- for anything either. Did I flinch when it happened? No, no, I literally. You were like, "Let's watch these idiots." <laughs> Which another reason why I don't know why I didn't get my phone out. But yeah, I hundred percent just stood there and watched y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> if one had crawled my way, I would have definitely watched it crawl right by me. Oh, it could have been With my my-, my mice, and you would have just watched just it. Just watched should happen <laughs> yeah 100%. so i think we got them all i mean there was a few questionable moments but we got them all and Maybe. then i mean that was like right before the show started and the show started and 
we decided that another thing that we kind of improved on the first time, we decided that we're always going to bring an adult corn snake for multiple reasons because A, they start so small and they're so small in the deli cups, people are always freaked out and like, what becomes of these little things? Like, what do they grow into? And you want to see one that's full size. And you also want to show how much more handleable they are just because of that size and just how, I mean, forgiving in every sense of the word they are as far as handling goes. I couldn't think of, you know, many other snakes that you could have had out for that period of time we literally had the snake out the whole show and that wasn't the original plan sorry it's no bothering me. it was not um, it was the not original really plan was to like you know have it in a tub on a table and like if someone really was like oh wow like how did they look in the adult we'd like pull it out but it kept happening so many times that people wanted to know that i literally just held it in, i mean probably it once started it started at nine, it, it probably like stop. 10 30 I pulled out and I was like, okay, this just doesn't even make sense. Like, I'm just going to keep it out. Because one, it was much easier for people who wanted to hold or touch a snake. It was much easier to give them that than to get the tub, get the little deli cup off, take it off, you know, chill that guy. It was just much easier to hand them the I would, I would rather m much less points of contact for a baby that I'm selling to someone. You know, I don't yeah. want everyone they, holding it right. necessarily. I want to control all the variables with that but the female i mean you're not going to do anything also this I mean, female was our one anything. who um is a retired breeder who a couple years ago um she uh during birth not birth yeah during during, during pre <laughs> yeah during how birth, do you say that during birth her giving birth her yeah <laughs> her oviducts came out and everything it was just all a mess so so yeah her one oviduct uh, one oviduct obviously came out because that's where the eggs were in. And basically, yeah, we needed to get her oviduct snipped off. So I don't know why it's not letting us comment in the chat right now. But I wanted to say thank you, Dante, uh, very much. But I cannot do it for some reason. But Okay. But, uh, yeah, so she brought a retired breeder because obviously all our other ones that we're breeding are down for brumation right now. Uh, but... If you listen to our podcast this week, we told you guys, like, we brought just our basic annery girl. And, you know, obviously I haven't been in this hobby for too long, but to me, even for a newbie, anneries are, like, basic. Like, That's like literally the, the Annery, like, AML, those are your normal, base Yeah, marks. it starts with normals, and then it's literally, like, AML and annery. Like, easy right. peasy, lemon squeezy, don't worry about it. Yet, we got more people asking to buy her than any of the 15 snakes on our table, which continues to blow my mind. But I think what's weird is a lot of people were attracted to her belly. And when I was holding her, you could easily see her belly. And I was holding her uh, like closely under the light where it really made her belly iridescent. And with our deli cups in our display, you're not seeing any bellies. Like, yes, the tops are gorgeous. And that's what attracts me is the actual top of the snake. To me, that's the real pretty part. But for right. some reason, the belly is what was attracting people. And you can't see the bellies in the deli cups. For so me, this is like the most basic of things. The fact that we had so many people talk to us who had ball pythons and we need to explain what a corn snake is. Like that, I don't know. A corn snake is the starter snake. It is the first snake you get. Different. Hey, that's but now, why are you going on to that? We're still I'm not. talking about you. Are you just no, no? It. Because the belly and everything, like yeah, it's called a corn snake because it has like that Indian corn type of look to it. I mean, there's other reasons why 
multiple stories of why they call them corn snakes, right? But that's one of the thoughts behind the common name corn snake. And obviously, like the check your the checkerboard pattern on the belly is awesome. And like for some reason, like it she just seems really shiny. Yes, to, everyone um, was like, "Look at the glass! Look at yeah!" It was so like weird. she's made of glass. I was like, I never really thought of that, and I don't know if that's that individual animal or <laughs> they're all like that. Literally, I guess never, they're all pretty similar. Never, but... uh, like I never noticed that, or no, like that never came to my mind. Right. Again, because I look more at the tops of the animal than the belly. Okay. It's also nice to kind of get the idea of what people think and their. Um, basically like from a beginner's eyes, you know, what they appreciate so that we can go forward and kind of give them what they want in a way, because ultimately I like what I like. And if I just produce what I like, then I mean, I'm just going to have a bunch of snakes and we're never going to sell them. And I want to be able to sell a certain amount and obviously have my projects that I like. But it's an opportunity to give a kid a first snake. So maybe we should consider, you know, breeding more Amels and Anneries and Snows just for that fact. Just, oh, 100% just we're to get more Anneries. Now, Amels, I, uh, I just yeah. can't. I, can't, I don't know. I, it, it just feels so not wasteful. That's not the right <laughs> word. But like, I don't know. It just feels silly. I but... feel like, yeah, how does, like, almost no one have anneries? Like, everyone's got snows and amels on their table, but people are blown away by anneries, and you don't see any other anneries there. It's weird. Because I guess people see nowadays with corn sticks, they just, the reds, <clears throat> the oranges, the pinks are just kind of saturated. But when you get an anery, that gray, it throws it. It stands out now for some right. reason. Like, Especially on our table where right. a lot of our projects <laughs> are orange. Or orange, pinks, reds, yellows. But I'm focused anime. more on the pattern. And guess what? No one gave a shit about the pattern. I know. So am I. Because like, like, I have I mostly know. like Tessera stuff. And like, I love that pattern. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I know they're all like red, yellow. But they're so different red, yellows. Like they're, I mean, that sun glow or that sun kiss like adds such a different effect and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it just really like, yeah, it's all pixelated like, and it's totally different than any other corn snake you could fathom, but no one cares. But no one has the same thoughts. So everyone just wants gray anneries. So definitely. Um, but And then I agree with snows. A lot of people asked us about snows. Um, and we will have those uh, this year because our um, br the brain, I don't know if, if you guys follow us on Instagram, you'll know what, who the brain is. And he is old enough this year. Who are we going to put their brain with? We're going to put him with, we have a Anery Tessera, who's head for shit. They're both head for like everything under the sun. And then also have a Red Factor Anery Tessera. And so the brain putting him with that Red Factor Anery Tessera, we're going to get really, really dark Anneries. And we're going to get really, really pink snows and snow Tessera, you know. Tessera is going to be mixed in 50% of those mm -hmm. also. Um, actually, they're both Tessera, so most uh, of them will we'll be have Tesseras. Tesseras. <laughs> But, yeah, we we also – I kept back snows from this year that we did that from the gorgeous. Miami Okatees. And we're just doing that to, you know, start our own line of – snows per se i don't i don't mean to use the word line because it's not that we're just gonna start our own little colony from the miami line because the miami 
just lightens up the background color. So therefore, it's going to have pretty good whites, but it's also going to have really good pinks from the red factor. So it's something that we're working on, kind of a high contrast pink and white snake. And the one, the female is just fucking outrageous looking. And it's awesome. So I can't wait until those grow up. I mean, she will obviously just look better with age. But yeah, I'm surprised that uh, no one really cares about the pattern. And we need to produce more things that pass the eye test. Right. Because at the end of the day, like most people, when it's their first time snake, they're not caring about genetics. Like when there's lots of times in the show. And, And all corn snakes are in that range that could be your first time snake. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, When we were at the show, people would ask these questions. And I noticed, like, Joe, just because he has so much more knowledge, he would start going on these things about localities and genetics. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, babe, these people don't know what you're talking about. And most of them don't care. Like, you you have to, for first time snake people, you have to start with the phenotypical. Is that the way? The phenos. Basically, the look of the snake. The look of the snake. Yeah. That would be the phenotypical. The yeah. phenotypical, the phenotype, the phenotype of it, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's what they go for. And so clearly we need to match what we're producing to what the phenotype is. Yes, we care about genetics and like to us, genetics are really awesome. And we're not going to do our whole project based on first time snake people because they're still hobbyists who we want to sell to also. But that has to be a, a portion of our projects is like, what do the people look at? Like what catches their eye? Well, yeah, because we were producing, I feel like, beforehand more for collectors. And now that we're doing shows, we're realizing we also want some pet animals because, and I would hate to act like we're, like, struggling because most of them are sold already. Right, we're not not saying that, but yeah. Yeah, so, like, a lot of them did sell, like, some projects obviously sold a lot better than others online. Some projects were selling a lot better than others at the show. So it's weird, like a ghost corn snake, I can barely sell online. A ghost corn snake at the show, gone. That's immediately what Immediately. <clears throat> yeah. You can even ask Dan because he has one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's, and we did bring a couple holdbacks. So we had a male honey that I really, really enjoyed because it was probably our most yellow baby. Probably the second most yellow is if you guys want to check out NJ Garter guy i think is his handle on instagram he has that one he posted up today and it looks really cool and it's like yeah i (laughs) wish i had those but they were both males so so you didn't need it yeah so we brought a couple holdbacks out and of course we sold two snakes and we brought two holdbacks so we sold those two yeah which kind of sucks when you think about (laughs) it like you know you spend how many hours there? Like eight hours there. Um, and to only sell two sucks. But, and we sold one online when we posted on Instagram. So. Yeah. Um, but the one positive is a lot of people took our business cards. A lot of people, you know, we talked to and we, the great thing about being close to where the show is, is we could be like, you know, come hang out at our 
coming we, out of our house. We literally season, live, you know, like, you know, 20 minutes away from the venue, pretty much. 25 yeah, minutes. So you can tell minutes. people, like, if you know you're not ready to buy a snake right now, like, come over. We'll show you, you know, the collection and, like, really. Because a lot of people were living, like, live in Philly. Like, there were people that we met that live pretty much right down the road, like, just a neighborhood over. And we're like, yeah, you're looking to get your first corn snake. Like, you don't have to buy anything from me. You can just come over and check out how to keep them or whatever yeah. just because you buy something less <laughs> <laughs> well ultimately i would hope that but you would buy it from come. us if we're gonna yeah. do all this stuff but i mean i don't really care it's just the fact that we're able to get questions from people in our area and they've been basically going coming or they've reached out since the show which is cool too that yeah. people actually followed through because our old business cards didn't have our social media stuff on it. So we did get new business cards. I guess we didn't mention that, but so that actually helped a lot. Yeah. And it was just good to pass them out and, you know, to say, Hey, if you're still researching, like check out our YouTube, we have videos, like check out our Instagram. Like, you know, we're always interested to answer and everything like that. And I think that helped. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now to the negative stuff. <laughs> What was the negative stuff? Balls. 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 Ball pythons. Um, I know, I feel like we say it all the time, but I can't say it enough. You don't know how many people came up to us and they're like, wait, you're telling me corns are a good starter snake? Why did everyone else in here, or why do all these people keep telling me that ball pythons are the best starter snake? Like, why do they keep telling me that? And it just kept, well, maybe there's a financial incentive. It was for them that. To say that. It was that. Know. Also, like, there's so many times people would come up, and I like, I'm like, okay, how do I like, you know, start chatting with them? And I was like, is this your first snake? Yeah. And they're like, no. And 95 percent of the time, I'd be like, oh, so what snakes do you have? I have one ball python. I'm just like, uh, okay, what do I say next? Because I have nothing to say. <laughs> like, literally, I just go silent and be like, mm, okay, like, mm-hmm. Why is that? I mean, I know why it is. I know what it is. I yeah. need to stop asking that. But it just got so re- repetitive after, you know, the 15th person I, I can't talk. 15th person I asked, what snake do you have? And it's a ball python. Yeah, I just so wish that it didn't. And I understand why it has at this point. But because, I mean, every table has them. And, like, for us, like, corn snakes were foreign to people, and which is just crazy. But... Yeah, it's just not a starter snake in my opinion. Just because it's corn snakes, you can't really do much wrong to as far as you feed it. You just don't let it escape, and you can pretty much do whatever. Right. As far as temps and humidity, yeah, I want the temps to be 85. If you kept it at room temperature, would it die? Probably not. Maybe a regurge, but... I mean, shit. Uh, just a ball python, obviously. The humidity issue, especially here in the Northeast... And people just, they're going off a feed. And we talked to so many people who were so frustrated. Speaking of which, I have these two ball pythons that are... The worst. Yeah, they take up the most of my time. I can have 100 corns, and the ball pythons are what kind of make me frustrated. So that's where it's... And and I don't want to shit on them. Right. See, that was also the awkward thing is, you know, like, we don't want to be known as the people on the show who are, like, shitting on balls, which, I mean, I'll shit on balls. Shit on balls. I'll shit on on balls on my own podcast. Don't Don't shit on your balls. I'll shit on balls all day. Ew. (laughs) But I don't want to be known as a ball shitter at, that sounds worse. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're not affiliated with bullshitters or the other bullshit podcast um rest in peace yeah (laughs) um i'm so off uh but like i don't want you know other tables to like know know me as that but when people come up to me and they say like why did all these people tell me this yeah i don't want to be the the anti-ball python person but i gotta tell people the truth but i also oh ryan's here you know who (laughs) you know i know i got giddy like like a child um, cause you know who also vends Oaks, um, a large man with a ponytail named Samson Pruitt and, um, wow. Okay. You're you know, just putting it all out there, babe. Oh yeah. I guess I shouldn't do that, but, <laughs> but I'm sick of people promoting someone and supporting someone who has gone to jail for dog fighting. And in my opinion, if you have a felony where you, you know, that involves the welfare of animals, you shouldn't be able to have a business that is dependent on you caring for animals. I mean, is that fucking obvious or no? So, I mean, fuck it. At this, this point, really I don't gets care. His goat, guys. Oh my can't God. Tell. This, and this, <laughs> this, this doesn't bother me as much as the other shit. And I think really his is the same table at the alligator. I'm not sure if that was the same table, but fuck, man. Like, guys, even show promoters, please use your little fucking brains that's in between your ears you can't say no to the money yes Ooh. but you can but you can say no he to the buys money like seven tables they can't say no to that it's little oaks pennsylvania they can't say no to that money i don't give a shit you i mean like and and look at it. his facility doesn't look great from the pictures i mean i don't know anything but I mean, that's just me. If you guys want to support a dog fighter, you can do that. You know, that's up to you. But I mean, shit, dude. I mean, am I off? Am I off on this? You're I a, probably should have named no, him by name, but I don't give a fuck. Like for that one thing, I try to be very not calling out in these type of situations, right? That is the one thing where we should like... If Michael Vick started fucking vending reptile shows, like it may raise a couple of fucking red flags. And Michael Vick didn't get convicted. Out of, he probably didn't have as many counts against him. Because he's Michael Vick. Um, Just fuck. I think everyone should know. And if, if someone hears that, if someone wants to tell him, that's fine. You can give him my name, my number, my address. I don't care. I care. I live with you. And that's I about care. it. He could call people and get us kicked out of our house as I give him the idea for that if he's listening and shouldn't have finished that sentence. Well, guess what? I could probably get him kicked out of his house, too, if we just had animal welfare go over. But that's besides the fucking point. Okay, if you haven't noticed, this podcast is not PG. Let me state that for anyone who met us at Oaks that is under the age of 17 or, no, like, 14 this is not pg thank you okay rant over just don't act <laughs> like you're doing things in the best interest of animals when you are you know promoting that kind see dan's four-year-old is listening and he heard well dan's she- four-year-old is going to be informed <laughs> he is going to know what he's doing when he wants to get a retick when he's five and a half he's going to know you know where not to go <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah uh, <laughs> oh i think your brother's listening <laughs> <laughs> all right we should probably change subjects eh? okay back to other negative things but less We're... angry about that um no but you you got us totally off the ball python thing it was so funny 
you know, every time someone asked me, I was like, look, like, I don't want to say negative things, but I want to be honest. And I always said my things about ball pythons are the husbandry requirements and the feed. I know myself, I would not want to have an animal that I could wake up one day and then my animal decides to not eat for the next three months because I know how much that would stress me out. And in turn, I'd be trying to like do more stuff to and the it, animal to, and that would just in turn stress the animal out more. And it would just be this cycle. And I'd be worried the whole time. Like, I just don't get why anyone would want to do that. Like, yes, I understand once you know that it's possible for this animal to stop doing that and you just kind of wait and you know it's going to come back. I guess it's less stressful, but that's just very frustrating. It is also, not a positive first experience right, for someone just with getting the snake, into it. The snake. Also going to the pet shop to go get live stuff every week. That is my big no-no. Like, no, thank you. I hate going with you right now. And I feel and so, like back when when I started in ball pythons, I feel like it was a thing for breeders to start them on frozen thawed. And now I feel like everyone just feeds live and then we'll sell them food, live. Because they want to get food in them. But I mean, we'll yeah, but I, but I felt like there was more of a push to get it on. Yeah, but now it seems like everything's sold live because most of the people that they're selling to are going to be breeders anyway who probably feed live too, which I totally understand. But yeah, man, it's just not a good... If I'm if I'm going to sell a snake, I want to make sure that it's going to be, especially a first snake, I want to know that it's going to be like a positive experience for them because they won't... They just won't be... I want people to get excited about snakes and keeping snakes. If they have a negative first experience, they're not going to keep more snakes. They're, it's just not it's not the right thing to do for a first. I feel like I had more uh, intelligent things to say on that matter, <laughs> but I was my words are not coming out because I'm not drinking beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally. Um, but it was funny because the, the people next to us, they sold bows and stuff, but they also had ball pythons. And it was just funny, literally after I'd be describing to someone like why they should get a corn snake over a ball python, I would hear them next to us describing the complete opposite. Well, and they had mostly boas. Let's they, yeah, they had mostly that. boas, but they also had ball pythons. Yeah. But like I wasn't, you know, this isn't to shit on It's them. hard not to be disrespectful and tell the truth. But if it's the truth, no, I then... Mean, they weren't saying lies. They were I'm not... Wait, let me no, finish. yeah, I know. Okay, let me finish. But I'm, I'm defending us. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm, I wasn't trying to like off, compete like did. that <laughs> uh, you know i wasn't trying to, <laughs> to be that. competitive or do that i was just trying to tell people why i believe corn snakes are better and if that's the truth then that's the truth and at least my truth and my experience it's not that i haven't kept ball pythons it's not that i haven't bred ball pythons it's that i've done that and come out with I mean, I think it's easier to keep a carpet python, let's be honest. If, if you don't care about it being nippy, it's easier to keep a carpet python. It doesn't care. Carpets don't care about humidity. Carpets don't really care about heat that much. Carpets, I mean, obviously you need a certain amount of heat. It's still a python, but they'll eat every time. Most of them are eating frozen thawed. Most of them aren't that picky. So, I mean, to me, unless you're talking about someone who wants to handle it all the time, that's where you get kind of caught up with some of the younger carpets. But for the most part, man, they're easier to keep than a ball python. Why? And Ryan brought up a good point. Like, if you're selling that snake who's difficult to a first-time person, they are more likely to not care for that animal correctly and be out of the snake hobby and, you know, give it all. And also, they're quickly. not going to buy from you again, too. It's like where you, you want to create, you know, someone who's excited about it and wants to buy more snakes in the future because, you know, they had that experience with you in the beginning yeah um you know that's such a big part of 
our businesses, especially for, you know, Ryan's in the chat. And he has so many guys who are repeat customers. Like he has, that's like the biggest, that's a, that's pretty much the best thing you could ask for is yeah. a repeat customer who is like, no questions asked. Yeah, dude, give me this. And then we have an understanding and yeah, those are the best kinds of customers. So set them up right the first time to keep them, you know? Definitely. And um, for what I was saying earlier before I was so rudely cut off, um, the girls like reasons of uh, to choose a ballpoint phone first over a corn steak were just like laughable to me she literally was like they're just so small and squirmy like they just don't your move kid ever, like dude. is not gonna be able to like keep up with it and it's like so squirmy it's just gonna go I, I like put babies like, in kids hands like yeah, at the like, show it literally was just like that's your reason at least mine eats yeah like shit. the thing is their reasons are always in the interest of the keeper our reasons i believe are in the interest 100 percent of the animal and 80 percent the keeper because i'm gonna say yeah i know that they can start off a little bit small and it's hard for kids with little hands to mess around with a little snake but but once that thing gets old there's nothing better also, and and it's going to grow old and it's because, keeping you know. right you're, you're not having issues with it's keeping with the yeah. ball python a new person who doesn't know much, how easy is them to mess up those temperatures and like, you know, hurt that animal? Yeah, no one's using a thermostat. Get the hell out of here. And I mean, full disclosure, if you throw a heat pad under a 10 gallon tank for a corn snake, it will do great. Yep. It will do perfectly fine. Can't that's do, can't that's say, not a care can't. sheet. That's not. not <laughs> <laughs> but we can't say the same for a ball python. Yeah. And and sometimes they do, but you might you're gonna be feeding them live and do that. You know, I've seen plenty, you know, on Craigslist with the fucking red light on it and they're seem to be doing okay. I do but, actually have a friend who has that and yeah, and but then does. hers went off feed for a year. <laughs> like a year. Remember us? Yeah. Megan kept messaging us. Yeah, it's, it's no big deal. Especially when you have one and you try to do live and then you have a live rat and you're like, What, what the do hell you do, do I, what I do, I do this? this? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what she did with it. That's funny. But yeah, Darren asks how the Sumatran short-tailed python eats. Yeah, mine eats every meal. In um in the summer, I seem to have to like beat it in the face a little bit with it to go. But now in the winter, it seems to be turning on a lot more, which is interesting. You know, pythons tend to do that. So, I mean, carpets are just crazy this time of year. But uh, yeah, so it's yeah. – I never want to discourage anyone from getting any kind of snake, but I want – I want it to be done right, man. Just, just, just be truthful. Yeah, and I I wish every breeder would be that. And I'm still, yes, we're biased, but I'm still going to say corn snakes are the best first-time snake any day. Yeah. Um, Second annoying thing. Uh, oh, funny things just about shows in general. This older individual came up to us and was like, hey, you want to buy 75 retics? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, uh, can't you tell by the corn snake table that we're definitely equipped to take seventy-five retics? So look at me. I mean, do I do I personally? I mean, I guess you can't judge the same thing, but like, do I personally look like I want uh, seventy-five retics? Look at little me. Like what? <laughs> and he was just this man. I wouldn't buy seventy-five. Pencils I want to buy from, a pet rock. Yeah, so, so I want to buy 75 pencils from this man. But it was just like such a squirrely thing. It was like, said in like such passing right, by. Like he dude, was halfway so walking by us like, hey, like 75, that's a big deal. You're selling 75 retics. Like you can't just say that so casually. What, what could go wrong? <laughs> I don't know what could go wrong. But uh, yeah, and that's like a, 
I don't know. Maybe he just feeds fucking pigs and that's one clutch or something. He doesn't know what to do. But I mean, be mindful, folks, if you're going to breed a retic, it has a lot of eggs. So, which is why I'm jealous of Ryan because he can have like five clutches and that's like, that already surpasses my total on the year. What I, you know, we can, we can have like double or triple the amount of clutches and then Ryan will just you know, still kill us. Oh yeah. Every week Ryan posts new like egg pictures and I just roll my, not roll my eyes. I'm <laughs> jealous. Green with envy over here uh, at all the egg postings. Yeah. Making. Um, but yeah, that was funny. And then, uh, sorry, more negatives, but the guy <laughs> who came up to our table and tried to tell us our snake wasn't an annery really pissed me off um yeah i'm sorry maybe well this you need is to not... set the stage well, a little okay. bit more well, maybe this is not an unspoken spoken rule of shows but it should be don't come to my table and talk shit well, number one i don't care who you are you could be the freaking god queen king royalty of pet shows but don't come to me and talk shit like the fuck you. I don't I know don't... if he meant to, but, oh, but well, no, yeah, no. he came he, in hot. He came in hot. All right, let me explain. Okay. No, so okay. so we're sitting there. We have the animal out. Everyone's asking what it is. Oh, it's an annery. Oh, it's an annery. And then eventually he just goes, hey, that's not an And, like, in front of all the customers well, no, are there. He came up first, and he was, like, looking at. Like, you know, yeah. he, was, he was really looking out of my hands. Also, snake people have this weird thing of, like, coming up to your table and not saying hello or any sort of grace and courtesy. That's way out the door at snake wait, shows. Wait, wait, snake people aren't social? That's weird. <laughs> uh, so he comes up and for like two minutes, he's just looking at him like, what, you know, do, what do I say here? Like, I know you're a vendor, you know, two tables down. I know you're not just like a person. He's looking at it and he's like, oh, like what you got there? I'm like, this is our anery corn snake. And then he's like, no, like. No, I feel like it was more aggressive than that. He's okay. like, no, it is not. I bred them in the 80s, oh, all yeah. this other stuff. You know, um, I had 3,000, 4,000 babies at one point. Or he said, he said, there's yellow on the neck there. Well, if people know, there's anneries, what we call them in the corn snake hobby at the moment, they do get yellow mm-hmm. under their chin. And then he's like, they can't, uh, you, you can't, can't change yellow. science. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't you change can, science. Can't, Annery has to be. You can't fake science. Like, Annery doesn't have yellow. I well, wanted to punch him. Well, this the isn't hobby. Your snake. I don't yeah. give a shit. Walk away. We're not. And don't do this you. in front of customers, and, also. And don't, right. Don't and you're also on. wrong. So let me explain why he's wrong. Okay. So, Annery is just a name we applied to this. It doesn't mean that it's truly anerythistic. So, it's an actual incomplete form of Annery. Now we have what some would call anery B, which would be the charcoal, which doesn't get yellow. That is more of a true anery. anery for, that's yes, the but that is not what we call it in the hobby. It's called charcoal. Anery is an incomplete anery. I know that's stupid and confusing, but we're not going to change it now because obviously that's going to confuse more people at this point. So that's an anery. And he's like, the ones that I produced in the 80s or whatever had zero yellow. Well, I don't give a shit because those you may have had the first charcoal and you're stupid not for realizing that. But and then and then eventually he opinion. he moved back. He stepped back a bit and he probably thought because we're young, he doesn't see us at this show a lot that we're fucking idiots. And he but, probably thought that we were being wrong and we were miscommunicating information to customers. But, but what was making me mad is like, okay, the initial thing was like, yes, the name, like this is what Annery's called. But I told him when he tried to pull that, like, oh, you can't fake science shit. And I was like, well, you also can't change our breeding. We've bred this animal. And what did we pop out? 
Annery. Oh yeah, this if, is like, this is a retired breeder. Like if we if there was something else going on on there, don't you think we would have seen it? Ooh, I almost said seen it, which is so not. That's right. how you know you're getting. <laughs> That's how you know. I almost huh? said if we would have seen, seen it. Whew. But I mean, just seen, don't, like, when don't I'm, try to make a right. fool of us. But when, when I'm wrong. telling you, like, oh no, we bred it. Like, you can't fake breeding either, sir. Like, you're telling me I can't fake science. I'm telling you I bred it, and you're still trying to tell me, like, oh no, that's not an annery. And when you're telling me you did it 20 years ago, I don't Guys, remember shit. No one remembers shit they did 20 keeping, years ago. Keeping snakes in boxes is not science. I am sorry. And guess what? We call things wrong. And guess what? That guy probably calls codom ball pythons when that's wrong too, motherfucker. Incomplete dominator. You know, there's there's <laughs> so many situations where just because it's wrong doesn't mean that the hobby accepts it, unfortunately. And so anneries and just like the snow, it's supposed to be you know, it's not leucistic, right? Because because it's an incomplete form of anery that goes into that, which makes it, you know, the white and pinkish, and it has yellow under the neck. So, yeah, it's just, sorry it's called that, man, but... And if you feel that way, but, talk to me after, like, just don't do that. Yeah, or do it more quietly instead of yelling it at me. Right, it'd be one thing, because he was a vendor, so obviously he could be behind the table. He could have, like, pulled you aside behind the table. Oh, no, he walked around to the front and did it in the front. That's how it works. But thankfully, you guys kind of, like, slowly moved down the tables, and you guys ended up talking more, and, like, you made your piece. I was, like, I literally told you, I was, like, I can't talk to this man. Well, because I I explained to him the truth, and then I explained other things to realize that, like, because I think most people think, okay, you're like, okay, this corn snake breeder, like, he probably doesn't know anything about shit. Like, he's probably, you know, he just didn't really. He was just underestimated us, clearly. Yeah. And then I <laughs> talked to him about, like, importing, exporting, all this crazy shit. And, Basically, you know, he like, realized that, he like, stuff. I actually know stuff. <laughs> like, I'm not just here on the weekend and breed a few clutches so and uh, i don't know who he is justin so i mean it doesn't really matter he also just imports stuff so i mean yeah what's he has a really random i mean he does have cool stuff because he imports it from germany like he doesn't do the the importing from you know where you would typically does like he didn't just have like bushmaster stuff or anything he actually had some cool stuff from germany I mean, they'll probably still die in the tank the same, but they were imported from Germany. So, I mean, just don't don't come at anyone. Like, just I'm trying to be respectful. Everyone try to be respectful. I don't know if we come off respectful because we're trying to well, sell we're people clearly not on being this. respectful right now. But this yeah. is our podcast, and we're allowed to do whatever we want. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding that in since Saturday to like let out my anger about that man. So it came out full force. I but it all ended up okay. He was cool. We talked for a little bit, and I talked to his, like, helper at the table, and they were both knowledgeable and, you know, yeah. so. But, like, again, no matter what it is, he could have come up and said, like, my shirt was ugly or the design was bad, and I still would have been just as pissed because just don't. <laughs> no, that would have been more fucked up. <laughs> just don't come to me, you know, starting that at my table. Like, yeah, I don't, in front of customers. I don't, yeah, I don't care stuff. who you are, what you are, what you got to say. Just don't yeah. come up and do that. Yeah. Um, 
Because at the end of the day, I mean... Yeah, the only thing you're allowed to come up to my table and do is stick rogue reptile stickers all over because <laughs> you're Owen and we love you. And we now, I think we have three more uh, rogue reptile stickers all over. I just <laughs> I just put my water bottle in a dishwasher with a sticker on it and I'm just waiting to see what it will come out like. <laughs> It'll be oak reptiles. I'm testing the oak, quality of his stickers. Oak reptiles. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I'm not, off. it's so on there. It's been on there for like three months. And it's, I've only hand washed my water bottle. And I was like, yeah, I should probably sanitize this. Like, we'll for real. Put it in the fucking... Oh, and it's a test. <laughs> how well do your stickers hold up? I mean, I don't think he ever expected anyone to have them on water bottles. <laughs> no. Well, it was them. his doing. Luckily, I took it off my shirt. Oh, and we didn't say that earlier. Here goes the chronological news. Here goes the chronological Another thing Owen brought was um, heat for the snakes. And that's something, I mean, as corn snakes and the way our setup is, it doesn't really lend itself to that. But for other people doing those glass setups, you know, like most people do, in Philly, it's kind of a good thing, especially when you get the brumation station location. Brumation station location. Yeah, three in there. Um, Bringing heat is a good source. Also, oh, sorry, you go. So. (laughs) I was about to say something different. Were you going chronological? Because nope. now I'm I'm confused what part of the day we're in. I was going to bring up the, it made me think about heat, made me think about the electrical issues with the show. <laughs> Not issues, but. We were basically the only outlet. There's so... like, what, eight tables sharing one outlet at a show. It was an explosion waiting to happen. And yeah, so we had like power strips on power strips on extension cords, you know, it was. Yeah, great. which like if you've been, if you've been running a show for. 20 years? All right, don't talk shit about the show. It was okay. a good show. We okay. had fun. Okay, and yes, compared <laughs> and to, yeah, also we, compared to Hamburg, it is heaven. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, it's beautiful, the venue compared to that. But we also, we were, like, kind of like we mentioned before, we were out in front of the table a lot with the with the adult corn snake. We had a lot of kids holding it. We had a lot of people touch snakes for the first time, basically, and a lot of people interested in corn snakes that didn't previously know what they were snakes in general didn't have uh, much of an uh, understanding for it um there's also someone who came up to me and was like hey like you have corns i have a pair of corns from the pine barrens and i was just like ah la 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 like fingers in my ears like you know you didn't tell me that right but i mean let me see pictures of them so that was cool and not cool because i was like don't ever do that and i can't be associated with that because we are in public per se i mean not that anyone cares right now no no i know but i mean like you're not selling me on these like no i want you to not do that ever again because those are if you don't know they are endangered in the state of new jersey it's their northernmost range they're super hard to find in that area so it's kind of fucked up to do but they're already ecologically dead because he's had them for, you know, two years or whatever. So I don't know. And they don't uh, like the northern corn snakes look a little rough. Like they are very, very washed out, very dark wash over them. Um, a far cry from a lot of your southern southern corns, whether it be, you know, South Carolina and South, obviously. But uh <laughs> Okay. But don't tell me about endangered species that you illegally took from the <laughs> wild. And especially like, yeah. Yeah, just don't do that. 
Oh, I have a non-chronological thing. Ooh, go non-chronological. I had it in my mind and then we go off. Um, I thought it was interesting. So Matt Minatola, our friend, came to the show and he, there was actually like a line out the door for a good while of the show. And so he was waiting in line and he was talking to us once he got in and he was saying that a lot of people in line were already like, nah, like no interest in buying anything today. Like just going to look around, you know, like. It was basically like a day at the zoo for a lot of families. Which like. Which is, it's is pretty common it, it, more than you I think. I didn't realize how common it is. Yeah. And it's like, it, from their perspective, like, clearly you're doing nothing wrong. I'm not trying to say that they are. Mm-hmm. But from me, who's, like, trying to sell these snakes, like, this sucks. I put in so much effort to these people who, from the minute they walk in the door, they knew they, they weren't going to buy anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just any, that's any seller's issue. You know, when you go shopping yeah. at a mall. You got to expect that. Of the times, yeah. You know, but it was it was interesting to hear that that Matt was hearing it so much in line. I mean, people... that's part of why he doesn't invent it himself. So obviously, Matt's Philly Herp. He does short tails, and yeah, for him, I mean, that's a higher dollar animal. That's not an animal that anyone off the street is just gonna purchase on a whim. So that's why you know he doesn't do that show, and that. But in turn, that makes it kind of a perfect show for us for the most part. On, <laughs> on good time, like on in December, times. we did great. Right. We did great. So, so I don't want to, you know, it's a time of the year type of thing. It's yeah. a number of factors, but. And it's crazy though, like how once you're in it, like you have an, a kind of an idea how prices work. Now, obviously prices change and fluctuate, you know, MBKs are a great example of that. But like there was one woman who she was like with her kid and her kid pointed to like a corn snake he really wanted. She was like, that one's $200. Like, no way. And then he pointed to another and she's like, that one's still $75. Like, that's a lot. And it's so funny because in my head, I'm like, I really want to tell like you. as cheap as like, it goes. I want to yeah. tell you, like, that's really as cheap as it is. But, like, that's not my right, you know, yeah. as a seller to tell her that. Like, I, you know, I just stood there quiet and let them have their conversation. But it's like, on the other, you know, knowing that, like, hey, woman, $75 is a real good deal. Yeah. Not a deal. And it's not like we're we were marking them down low or anything, but like, this is a really the lowest price you're pretty much going to pay for a corn sink. And sometimes you'll pay 75 for just an email and ours was 75 for something that has a lot more stuff going on in it. Um, but you can't tell a person that, um, and so it's just interesting people who are not in it who haven't like And then some people like encounter the pet store markup and then they're like, Oh my god, these are a lot cheaper here or Yeah, and people don't understand the genetics behind it. It's a whole thing. So it's hard to you know, we're operating in a market that no one else cares about. So when we get a lot of new people in there, you know, they don't understand the market. They don't understand how genetics work. They don't understand that, yeah, this is all one species, but but it's just different genetics to make them look different. Yeah. That's like a far out concept. And I understand that. But so, yeah, so that's why things are different prices and some genetics are rarer than others. Or So it's it's interesting talking to everyone about that. But obviously anyone who's listened to this knows that. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, um, but still we took away with it that we love doing shows. I mean, yeah. Clearly, if you listen to this week's pod, main podcast, we were trying to get into White Plains this Sunday and make that happen. It's just fun talking to people. And despite, you know, anything negative, it's something we want to continue doing um, and expanding mm-hmm. uh, and growing. Honestly, it's so much fun. As much shit as we just talked, it is so, so much fun. fun. Right. Because oh. you're just talking to people about snakes and seeing people get excited about it and... 
God, that sounds corny, right? But I mean, that's what it was. And I felt like that's what we took out of the show more than financial gain because we covered our table, but I mean, it was still worth it. But yeah, just because of the experience of sometimes you just get like, and I hope we maintain that feeling where you get like a high, like an adrenaline rush when you're talking all the time and meeting all these new people and introducing them to snakes and like you're going, going, going and you're like going crazy for like six hours in a row and then you're like drained at the end of the day. We were exhausted. Yeah. Or then you have that guy who just sits on his chair on his cell phone while people are walking by. So, I mean, I guess that excitement doesn't last for everyone and maybe it won't last for us, but as soon as it doesn't, I mean, I could see us doing a lot less shows, but I hope that, you know, that doesn't really come to that. Plus, um, Melissa's a preschool teacher, so she has a lot of patience. And I mean, I don't have a lot of patience, but with the snakes, I feel I'm good. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely do. Speaking of that. Because I care. (laughs) I just actually care. (laughs) Okay. What do you mean? No, no. It's like it's different if I'm trying to get a kid to sit still and be good at school. Um, just getting a kid to touch a snake and it, and the kid's like, you know, excited and having fun. I mean, there's nothing to not be patient about. Speaking of that, this is the first time I've ever seen like roles reversed. Normally it's the kid who's like really into the snake and the mom is scared and they're like trying to get the mom. For the first time I saw the mom, she was like super into snake. She was holding it. She was loving it. Just like, you know, so into it. And her kid would not touch it. Like no interest. So she's like, come on, like, come on. Like, it's not that bad. Like she kept trying to be like, do you want to touch it? Every two minutes, do you want to touch it? Do you want to touch it? And it was so freaky to see it that I'd never mm. seen it that way. Like it's always flipped the other like way. that. It's always the other way around. Um, but it was cute because eventually, like before they left the table, he did like touch it a little bit. And then like 20 minutes later, they came back and he held it. Like they still didn't walk away with the snake because he still, you know, was like, a little bit skittish about it, but I thought that was cool. And that's what will forever make me want to go back. It's just like seeing people's eyes opening up to like, oh, these snakes are actually not what I thought they were. And like, oh, you know, I actually could have a place in my heart for one of these animals. (laughs) And that's why we kind of like pushed around the idea of, should we vend? I think the next one's April. And it's like, we are not going to have many snakes, but should we just do it? just to you know do an educational type thing maybe bring out some different kinds of snakes maybe display some stuff and just sell substrate because honestly substrate and isa or sorry springtails we we also sell springtails and cocoa chip and cocoa core and we can probably cover a table with that while just doing like the educational portion on our you know on our one half of the table and the supplies on the other half. And we could probably still cover a table and it's only 20 minutes away. So it's not like we're spending money on gas really. So we've been kind of pushing around the idea, like should we then just to keep, keep it like keep hammering that show because like Ryan mentioned in the chat, he does the same shows constantly. So people remember him show after show and we want to be those people as well and i feel like we were gaining so much momentum because some people like there was like a few people were like oh i remember you from last show or and it's like we're building relationships locally that i feel like we need to keep on it's so hard but then at the same time it's like we sold two right it it 
it go, I go back and forth. Like, do we do it? Do we Plus, we get it? to just hang out with our friends a lot. If like, if Owen's not there, so okay. Well, yeah, if Owen doesn't vent. So the like... next show is shit. They were they passed out papers. When is it? No, I forgot. Is it? I believe it's April. I think it's towards the end of April. So we kept saying like, do we do it? Yeah. Oh, Darren, good idea. We we need to we need to pre-print out some shirts. And sell some shirts the, too. The, the, the I, think, I don't shirt. think we should preprint Port City Pythons ones because if you don't know us, like, why are you going to buy a shirt? But the reptile shirt, he wore the reptile shirt that we made and he loved it. Well, um, everyone, no, nah, I loved it. You meant people. Oh, they people loved always it. Commented they loved on it. it. Yeah. They commented. And I had to be that awkward person. Like, people would say, I love your shirt. And I had to awkwardly, like, we sell them. Yeah, because I like, don't know how to introduce it's the fact. So like, awkward. Like, oh, he them made, out, he made them, but, you know, like, It'd be nice if you checked them out on PortCityPython.com. Because right. whenever someone like compliments me on my outfit, I'm like, oh, I got it from Target. Like, no problem. That's just a girl thing. But <laughs> it's going to be weird. It's weird. That happens to you all the time. It's weird if you're like, oh, I love your shirt. Like, oh, buy it from me. Like, you can't you can't plug it like you plug Target. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be helpful to pre-print some reptiles shirts and have yeah. them there. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should do April. Yeah, see, look, we're just working through stuff here. But then it's like, I really also would love to sell all our animals <laughs> before April. And so then I'm like, if we don't have any animals, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah, and then we do have some, like, higher dollar animals left. And then the higher dollar means, like, 200 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then is it weird to only bring, you know. Yeah, maybe we'll just swing for the fences a little bit. Maybe we'll sell one, make our table, life will be good. Yeah, there you go. And uh, another thing that came out of the show is um, Owen, who I feel like, I mean, I feel like we put out the fact that we have this jungle mail that we don't do anything with, but is really nice. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, I have a female lying around that I need to mail for. It's like, what the hell? How did we not know this before? I knew it. I've been telling you to push that for. I also don't want to. Up here, I've been saying, tell Owen. Because where this jungle's just sitting here being an asshole all by himself, make him be an asshole while impregnating another one. Yeah, and and Owen's like, yeah, I got this mail, uh, and it was yeah. like, no, no, oh, no, oh, he had no, a mail in his fair. hand, and I was like, and I know because Owen's pretty straightforward, I can be like, don't mess with that crap. It, I'll give you a, you know, a good quality jungle that we can tear crap up it. with. <laughs> That's what you call a shitty jungle carpet is a crap it okay it, it wasn't bad also but it was kind of ivoryish and uh this one's like hairline and it's cool and it's like highlighterish yellow and uh yeah so i was like let's do that so now we're going to owens on saturday what's your reasoning for why there's no carpet shirt is it because you can't draw it yeah it's a hard animal to draw <laughs> i can't remember that's totally random but people or people brandon keeps saying make it or it's a hard animal to Make it look good, not cartoony. If I can find a reference of like a very old drawing from, say, like a field guide, um, I forget what you call those, like an anatomical drawing from back in the day. I wonder if I have any in this book right in front of me. Obviously, it won't be a carpet, but just an example. But uh, yeah, something like that. I would prefer to use something like that instead of trying to go realistic with it, like super realistic. I would rather look kind of vintagey. Um, anatomical drawing type of thing. Yeah. And so 
yeah, if anyone's got a bead on that. But also, I don't want to add to the noise of uh, the carpet stuff because I want Eric and Owen to be able to sell their shirts because obviously it goes to US Arc and I want. So obviously, you can get like your carpet shirt fixed there. What shirt's you know. on the anchor of our logo? I mean, what snake is on the anchor of our logo? It's a jungle carpet. Oh, but it's not specific. It's not like supposed it's to be a jungle like, carpet. It's not like, yeah. Like you, it is and it's not. It's not, you know, truly identifiable. And without no. the anchor, it like what it looks good. The anchor kind of hides most of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but damn, I was about to say something. Um, the anchor. Oh, we have shirts that are coming up that I've been trying to give space for, for obviously Southeast Carpet Fest and what they got going on. So we're going to do shirts that are going to all proceeds are going to go to the Orient Society. And we had our friend Riley. If you don't know Riley, Riley keeps dry mark on. He keeps. You got to say his full name because we have a lot of Riley's. Riley West, Riley West Anderson. Anderson. Oh, yeah. He yeah. spells it um, as he he dubs the girl way. And it so is the girl way. it was it was in my saying. It's the girl so, way with yeah. two E's. It's yeah, it's uh, R-Y-L-E, right? No, no, I'm missing a letter. Sorry, Riley. Say no, uh, no. I just know it's two E's. <laughs> it's like I see it all the time. But uh, so he's actually a tattoo artist as well as a dry mark on keeper. So I was like, oh, this is perfect because we're going to raise money for dry mark on and he's, he can draw it up. R-Y-L-E. Thank you. The girl see, I know what I'm doing. Sometimes. Yeah. And these shirts are really cool. Yeah. Um, so, so we've been waiting to, and I've been trying to get in touch with someone from the Orient Society. So if someone has a contact, that would be great because I want to get them on a podcast so that we can launch the shirts with, I don't know if I should be explaining my, my method on here, but I mean, it's at this point, it's what I'm resorting to. If you have a contact at the Orient Society, because I want to do a podcast with them kind of explaining, you know, what money goes to, because if people, I know most people have an idea of what they do. Obviously they, they do captive breeding, captive ish breeding, you know, they, of, um, indigo snakes and they re-release them into the wild. And they also do some research on gopher tortoises and just other animals that inhibit the longleaf pine areas of georgia florida all that good stuff and i think they're in particular in georgia but that's why i wanted to have them on so that we can get more particular about it so that people know what they're up to and know what the money would go to and know that it's a good cause because we know it's a good cause but we want to help convince people that it's worth buying the shirt to basically get the money to go towards them so i think that would be the most effective way to fundraise for them but I haven't been able, I haven't gotten answers from anyone. <laughs> Dan said, have Riley draw the uh, jungle. That's true. Oh, yeah. Well, one one, one thing at a time. At a time. <laughs> because I would, we were talking about maybe like partner, partnering up on this kind of thing and just like splitting the profits, which are, I mean, medial, to be honest. But, but it would be fun just to do and have fun with, so... So that's the the idea with the the indigo shirt going all the 
all the money would be going to the Orient Society. And it would also, we're trying to do more logistics with it. I want to actually print them out so that we can save more money. So if I do it through my current printer and have them drop shipped, the profit margin is much lower than if I had all of you guys order them. And then I went to my local printer here and had them print off shirts and then I send them to you. So obviously it just takes pre-ordering. It takes takes people being patient, Mm -hmm. but I swear they would be awesome. And I swear it'd be worth it because honestly, we would probably get, we'd probably get double the amount of money doing it that way. Unless you guys want to pay like $30 for a shirt and I'm not going to do that. So yeah, that way we can ensure that the most money goes to the Orient Society. So those are kind of my ideas. I never intended to put my ideas out there, but hopefully that will help and maybe someone knows someone. And you'd be surprised, you know, it's Another. the herb community. I mean, it's not that big, is it? Someone has to have a connection to the Orient Society. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone else. Um, but... <clears throat> This was meant to be a mini episode, so we've got a good hour. But as you know, guys, tomorrow Joe is coming to my school, and I think we finalized what you're bringing, but I already forgot. I know all our fun friends who like to be silly keep telling you to bring the olive, but I've already said that's an automatic no-go. I... No, I want to at least bring the the green tree. No, because, uh, <laughs> no. It's not that I'll have them hold it. And then my green tree is super, super calm. No, those kids are gonna freak out. They they are already freaking out. Like the thought of it sticking its tongue out. If it like opens its mouth and shows. No, I don't know. I don't have know. Ever... <laughs> I don't know. That is they, nowhere in the behavior I of. They yawn. And the kids yeah, are freak but... out. I wish I saw my green tree yawn. I've seen it yawn. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've seen it not adjusting its jaw after eating. Well, whatever. It green no. (laughs) Corn snakes, king snake, and then there was one more we talked about. I hate I don't want to bring a ball python. I'll bring the water. Yeah, yeah. Um ball python. I feel like you got to, but I don't want to. But I was thinking actually, no, bring a baby adult, I mean, sorry, bring a baby corn and then bring one of our sub-adult corns and then a king snake. Because to the kids, the baby and the sub-adult are two different, like, you know, in their mind, those aren't the same. We know those are both corns, but like, they don't know shit. So those are two totally different things to them. They don't know shit because you're not teaching them, all right? We need- We are teaching them, this is what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, but it's gonna be exciting. And yeah, so (laughs) Steven said the, the Amazon tree boa. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't even bring that outside its enclosure, <laughs> let alone except just when you first buy it and put it in my hand. That's true. People, people have come over, or we had Dorian over the other day, and we were looking at the enclosure for the Amazon. And I was like, "Yeah, man, like I can show you it. Like she's hiding right now." It's like, "No, I'm good." And I was like, "Yeah, that's it's right on par with what you think." <laughs> I think. I mean, like even my my fuscus. The water python are normally pretty crazy snakes, but mine's very, very calm for a fuscus. But yeah, the Amazon is lives up to its reputation for the most part. But you did hold it, so good for you. Brian or Brian Brandon said, I'll let him bring king snakes but a green tree. And I agree. King snakes, but we have some king snakes that are very, very calm. And I'm we have one. Don't say some. Okay. Well, our adults brooks are great actually. So 
Our Dilds Brooks are great. I think our MBK is very chill. Our MBK, I thought was chill, and it bit me randomly. Oh, it's a. It, he's a little kind of weird around the winter. You know, he'll give me the nudges and stuff like that, and he's a little bit more responsive to food this time of year. And and I've had it for so long. I've had him for like five years at least. And never really had any issues. And then I was filming a video and he bit me. <laughs> and then uh, since I am a, uh, what do you call like below the, ri- like, yeah, I cut that part out, guys. So no one knows that it bit me. But you were like, oh, wait, I forget what we were watching a video with Chan because they were embarrassing me and making me watch my own videos in front of them. And they were like, why is there blood on your hand? Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize yeah, I that I didn't wipe my my oh. hand off. Like, I edited out the bite, but you could still see yeah, blood. Yeah, there's like, some video with the MBK with there's blood all over his hand. And the fact that no one has commented on the video and asked, like, what happened? It's weird. I'm sure they can make an assumption. But, you know, he doesn't really do that, but one time is enough for me to not take them to the children. <laughs> I, I tried to get the little cow king because all of my cow kings will eat anything. A Let's finger, just be honest. A finger is like a chew toy. Yeah. Yeah. A finger is just another thing to taste. And this one, you know, I go right into the enclosure, put my hand right exactly what I wouldn't do, like put it in front of its face, scoop it up. And then I'm like, I'm booping its snoot. Oh, God, please stop. That's the thing. Like, how do people even do that? Like, most of my snakes will bite the shit out of my finger if I'm booping its snoot. Like, that's the last thing I would ever do is put my hand in front of any of my snake's mouths. And then what did you do? You just scooped it up? And then, yeah, I just, I was just putting my, I was like waving my hand randomly in front of it. I was handling it like not being that careful just to make sure that it's it's always been really, really chill, the 50-50 Kyle King. Okay. Black and white. Mm-hmm. Wow. Banded. You... I know you know what that is, but sometimes you don't. <laughs> okay. I know what 50 means. Sorry. Well, okay. I re- I clarified for those folks who aren't okay. in the Cow Kings who are listening to the podcast. Okay. That's what I did it for. So then are you... Are you gonna bring it? Yeah, because is there one it was true? it was so it was so calm. Yeah, that individual because I knew it was calm off the bat, but like just over the last few times messing with it, it's yeah, it's good. And none of my children do I trust holding it without Joe also holding it. Yeah, so, like like the small like, ones, I probably won't have them hold. No, none of. I them. will. No, I'll have them your touch hands, the adults and everything. Your hands need to be even if they feel like they're holding it. Your hands, I oh yeah, don't trust my kids. No. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, no. They got. <laughs> we told them. We just. We only told like half of them this afternoon. That they were that the snakes were coming tomorrow and they freaked out like not one was excited they were all freaked it was out. all negative freak out yeah oh I, I thought when you said they freaked out i thought they no, were excited because like only... little boys are usually sexist um well no just little kids and like you know not these city kids yeah these city kids aren't going out you know in ponds and stuff like you did growing up no but yeah. i mean it, that was only like most of them have been, were gone by then. So it was only like six or seven. So there's still a lot more. But uh, yeah. Yeah, these are kids who have barely ever seen grass, let alone, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, where the neighborhood where her school is, is nice, but it is like the inner city. It's not city center, but 
it's a place where you may have an issue finding a patch of grass. So these kids are, it's not very often that they're able to get out in nature kind of, you know, I grew up like catching frogs all the time and we always saw snakes and caught snakes as well. So I don't know, it's different, <laughs> I guess. I should remember that. But that gives us the opportunity to, in, what do you want to say, expose them basically to something that they haven't even fathomed is a possibility. I'm sure they didn't think that snakes would ever come to school. So what are you giggling at? Oh, I'm just reading. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you gave a little smirk, though. Oh, they're talking about Booping, snooping. I don't even know the term. Booping your biox. Does that make sense? But yeah, so wishes. Ooh, that was a great thing that I saw at the show. Um, there was a guy selling like imported biox, and there was a girl who we had previously like had touched the corn snake and everything, and she was all hyped about it. And then she saw the green. She's like, "Oh my god! Like these are awesome! Like can I hold it? Are they great pets?" And he's like, "No." Like he was just like, well, at least this he was is not honest. a not a holding snake. Yeah, no, that's why I'm honest. like, I'm like glad some people sold green trees the first time. You know, people yeah. immediately, no questions asked. So at least mm. he was honest. I respect that. <laughs> Mike said he had an ex girlfriend who booped his Savannah monitor named Chomper. <laughs> mm, was that why she's your ex? I'm just yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's probably plenty reason <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Ryan said, if he donated 100 bucks to U.S. Ark, would you do it? Do what, boot the biak? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not filming it for any amount of money. You're not doing it for any amount of money, not just not filming it. That's true. I don't have a biak, luckily. Maybe they're talking to someone I, else. I have a U.S. captive born and bred because I'm bougie like that. And I think you all should be bougie oh God, like I'm that. I'm so proud of you for using bougie correctly. I don't know why you think that that's like a term that I wouldn't know. Because there's other terms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You make fun of me for saying buku. That's just as level as bougie. I make fun of you for saying like ain't and those oh, weird southern things. Oh, you don't like make fun things. of me. You like Skull. crucify me oh, anytime yeah. I say the word ain't. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why. It came out for a second too there with the talk well, about I it. said seat, which really seat is and putting T's on stuff that like those aren't even seat. And, then, and the thing is like that's not even something that isn't supposed to be in the English language. I don't believe that that's in a dictionary, right? Seat? That's just straight up not a word, right? <laughs> I don't know. But, but Ryan ain't, just said fucking Yankee. Ain't is a word and you get mad at me for saying ain't, but it's a word. Yeah. It's a con it's All a right. contraction for am not. Maybe so. we we hit a, a sore spot with our Texas and Kentucky crowd here because they are frequent users of ain't. Thank you, guys. I frequently use ain't. <laughs> like, it's a dialect term in New Orleans. So you're it's just a... like, y'all, I've never seen someone get so like weirded out that like you, <laughs> it hurts you to the core oh, yeah. when people say ain't. Like, to me, well, I think it's kind of fucked up. Maybe but I'm it's sorry, just because this it's is regional. the person who, when the TV is too quiet, he goes, he says, can you hire it? And that drives Can you me. hire the volume? No, no, can no, you... no. You don't. It say, makes sense. No, it's raise the volume or can you make it louder? I know people who say, can says, you louder it? Can I've you, heard that before. You say, can you hire it? I'm like, what? Like, 
Oh, that's Ryan just one. said, just ask me about it. Oh, you I say that, that 100%. Said, that's a total New Orleans thing and a black people thing. Instead of ask, you it's say It's really ask. hard to say the K. I yeah. 100% say ask. Like, yeah, <laughs> ask me a question. <laughs> like, but it is it is regional, but it's also more accepted language not to use it. It's not something that my, you would. What's the thing? Ask, ask me about my wiener. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's that line from that. <laughs> I forgot that's how it ended when I started that. <laughs> wow. Wow. You're tapped out. But it is something that, yeah, growing up in the Northeast, you frowned upon you frown upon that. But if you go down south and probably a good portion of, you know, the Midwest or probably people say it. So I just like to uh be so correct what you say hire it. So I mean, we're all just smarty pantses, China, you know? We're real geniuses <laughs> yeah. talking to a microphone about snakes and boxes. Yeah, because we're really talking about snakes right now. Yeah, that's true. It's really gone off the, the deep end and a really obscure movie reference. That I did not mean to say when I started it. Was that a young Jonah Hill in a wiener costume who said yes. that, right? Yes, yeah. I know that. Ask me about yeah. Oh, God. For the okay. 10% of you who... Everyone knows that. But yeah, ask, ask me a question. It's so hard to say ask. Ask me You a have question. to really, like, make your mouth do it. <laughs> it's just ask me a question. Um, but yeah. You were making fun of us. I thank you. Apparently, I don't break that up enough. Thank you. You say thank you. But I think that, I don't think that's your always. I think that was just like at the show. But also Louisiana thing, they add S's to lots of words, and that kills me. Also, like there's also some people who you can't understand. But a lot of people add S to the word all. They say like alls, like alls, uh, alls you guys. I'm like, no, it's all you guys. Why you add S? Well, yeah, we do the the use guys. I don't do that. I don't do use guys. A lot of people say alls, and then can all is encompassing. Of its own. Yeah, in Louisiana, they say like. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to plural. Yeah. All. It's all. Yeah. But in Louisiana, they say like somewheres and anywheres. Like, there's just, again, no reason to add an S to it. Somewhere and anywhere are all encompassing. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. Thanks for <laughs> listening to this uh, mini. This edition of Grammar with. Snakes and Grammar. <laughs> Snakes and Grammar, if you haven't learned. Don't come up with If you haven't learned anything from this <laughs> podcast. Learned, <laughs> haven't learned anything. Takeaways. Shows Takeaways. Are, shows Recap. are great. Don't come up and start shit. <laughs> Corn snakes are the best for a snake. Snitches get stitches. All the, <laughs> all the important things. I'm not a ball shitter. Um, and, um, don't dog fight. That's for sure. Don't dog fight. I thought that was a given. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Did awkward silence after that? You don't want to go back into it? I don't know. And what's funny is, like, you're stone cold sober. And oh, I only yeah. Had, I only had, like, a fourth of a glass of wine. So this is what happens anytime so, it's just you and I. Yeah. We get silly, and we can't end a show, and we go off topic. This is why we don't do this very often. Well, some people say that they like shows when it's just us, and I don't know why. But... Well, people want to know what's going on. But if we did this too often, they wouldn't like it. That's true. They would get annoyed because we're not like 
So we're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and like we're fighting with each other sometimes. Well, I told Ryan, we fight with each other every episode. It just happens more when it's just us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because we have to actually talk to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Other, we wouldn't fight over. The, well, sometimes we fought over the guest. We we fought while asking questions to the guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we fight there too, but it's just well. Because whenever you have a question, you, you have, have a question. you put your finger on, your on leg. my leg, and you will dig it if it looks like I'm about to say something. Because you will, because you'll talk over me. You talk over but me. But why time. don't I have? Why can't I get questions? Because you're the main. Because you're the main. I want question finger to be able to. <laughs> yeah, no one can see where my finger is going. <laughs> <laughs> you get question finger all like your number one question i have to weasel my way in if i was like the leader then you get question fingers but you're clearly yeah, you are leader. just the weasel and i'm the leader <laughs> you're queer clearly you're clearly what'd you just call me <laughs> so, clearly the leader of this podcast and so the assistant has to show that the assistant needs to well, talk you just called yourself the assistant so oh, it's on your you business did. card now okay Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. People don't know how much we fought over business cards. Let's not bring that up. That was one of our <laughs> biggest fights bitter. of our whole. Oh, I'm not bitter. I just we'll get into it again, and no one needs to see that. One of the biggest fights of our entire relationship. We almost broke up over business cards, y'all. We came this close to breaking up over business cards. So let's just put that one out there. <laughs> that was a weird laugh about that. That is great because it's too true. Oh, 100%. Like not. It's lying. sad. <laughs> it's. Um, <laughs> because it's sad or because it's funny both uh, like everything we keep it's okay at least we didn't look like we didn't have mullets at the show because that was another thing i want to bring up which even though i know we're trying to end this podcast there was too many mullets once again you're being insensitive to the southern crowd that we have we're drawn. in pennsylvania pencil talkie man it's half okay, southern sorry if you have a mullet i apologize just why were there reconsider so your haircut is what she's trying to say i wasn't saying that. well I said that's was, what you were saying i just said there's too many in one building too many what's what's the amount what's, what's the quota yeah two <laughs> is that <laughs> is that fire code fire code is too mullets too much flammable material oh my god this is so bad we're gonna piss off so many people in the world oh yeah we are isolating people who you know just people, you know, everyday, everyday people have mullets. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, Mike brought up another touchy subject, but uh, I'd rather see rat tails. That needs to come. Back. <laughs> no. I would rather a rat tail. No. That's Why? like. <laughs> Please stop! Please stop! We saw that on American Ninja Warrior the other day. Remember, like that was like a weird one. That wasn't even a full. It rat was tail. like, <laughs> but it was like an Italian hipster rat tail. It wasn't like a white trash rat tail. It took all the fun. It was like a douchey rat tail. That's so much different. <laughs> Dan said, "Who gets the podcast if we have another business card fight?" Clearly, he's the leader. He gets the podcast. Yeah, Weasel gets to do. The biggest thing is if we break up, like who gets the dog? Because obviously, it's his dog. But like, I've been a come attached at this point, and that'll be our hardest fight. Like. I'd probably take him to court. Not this chicken. You probably would. It's just <laughs> fucked up, which is which is why we're still here after the business card fight. Because how <laughs> your parents are lawyers. I mean, clearly it's your dog. I'd lose that fight. Let me like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have no right to keep my dog. Let's be yeah, honest. <laughs> I don't. I just have a love for her, and you 
love her more. I you hope you have a love for her. You, you live love with her it. before me, so you'd still win the fight in any way. It'd just be hard for me to walk away from her. I could walk away from the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's just hanging on my thread most days. But I'd miss all you guys. You guys can all come follow me and talk to me on my own Instagram. Um, yeah, right. Whenever a snake person requests you on Facebook, you're like, that's weird that they want but to request But if they're cool, me. if there are people like this. If there are people. You know, I even requested some people. Joe made fun of me for requesting Carly. He called me a stalker. <laughs> yeah, how'd that come up? Because it was weird because I feel like you, yeah, you had to go out and search, like, intently. Let's end this podcast Woo! before we air all of our embarrassing and weird shit. Like we've already Yeah, and, and Evan done. would move into the he would move into the snake room. <laughs> yeah, Evan would come come be your uh, podcast co-host and just live here. There you go. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, this is so bad. Guys, okay. <laughs> Carly so I'll adopt her. Cool. <laughs> I'm not moving to seven. Can you adopt someone I'm older than moving. you? Or? I'm not. Is Car- Carly's older than me? No, you are. Oh, you mean sh- you adopt she her? She said I would adopt her. Oh, well, yeah, that's an option, I think. Except we're not moving to 700 population wherever the <laughs> bumfuck Carly lives. Oh. You would not do good in any Dakota. Anything that ends in Dakota. Dakota. I don't know which one, but any of them, not good. <laughs> you can barely, You can barely do it at Philly, man. In Philly, let alone the Dakotas. It's coldness. Oh, yeah. Hey, the bitterness. this is my first winter. I think I'm doing pretty darn good. This is also the the mildest, mildest winter of all time, and I'm not complaining either. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> for the fourth time, we love Snakes, you guys. Um, we're going to end this for real. You see how well many episodes go. Catch us next. Is it Monday or Tuesday? Next week. Ooh. Don't know. Either Monday questions, or Tuesday. Questions. Hard questions. With our next guest. <laughs> With our next guest. You want me to look it up real quick? Okay. Just keep on talking. Fill space. Fill um, space. Thank you guys for always listening and your continued support. And if you made it this far, anyone who's keeps up with our Instagram and who Dante, who donated super chat, like well, stop donating, who got a super chat today. And anyone who follows us on Facebook, thank you so yes, much. Thank you. And you. Patreon peeps. And thank Patreon you very much. peeps. PCP, Patreon peeps. All and peeps. Uh, you're slowly realizing that I don't know how to bring up my calendar on my phone. Could Android upgraded. Um, okay, Google. Show me my calendar. That's so sad. Here are the events you requested. Don't know how to pull up your calendar on your phone. Android probs. The title is Second Um. Jesus. But that didn't work. uh, We hope to continue to bring you good and different podcasts and continue to sell snakes and do exciting things. Or they just change the icon. And I promise you, we're not going to break up over a business card anytime soon. Yeah. So we're we're probably going to have a more um herp style like herping style podcast next week and it is going to be on monday it's gonna be on monday but it's gonna be cool it involves like you're just beating around the bush no no but it will involve like indonesian rubbing tugs and all the good stuff i feel like people are gonna figure out who it is what no if you can figure it out yeah (laughs) and i don't know if that's (laughs) and that might be an overreach yeah but um, 
The only, and like when we say Monday or Tuesday, we promise you guys, like we want to do Monday also. The only reason we ever do Tuesday is the guests. And like, obviously we got to pick having the person on over our preference. Um, so that's the only time we ever do Tuesdays. But we, we understand like, yes, it does conflict with NPR. Like you can't piss off the gods, but they don't care. We wouldn't piss them off. Um, Wait, like, did you just call Eric and Owen the gods? The podcast, the reptile Podfathers. podcast. Oh, sorry. Pod- gods is a little, mm. a little hardcore. Okay, sorry. The Podfathers. We don't. We want y'all to be able to listen to both. So we really do try to put them on Mondays, but sometimes it happens. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening.